Welcome to the Cobra Cast with the present VP. For this episode, we would like to thank these valued partners. Is your scratched window ruining your view? Starting from scratch to your experts at removing scratches from windows and any glass surface. Whether it's general scratches around the home or a knife graffiti tag shop front, they can remove it. They're also helping the environment by saving the window from being dumped into landfill while bringing the glass back to its former glory without the scratches. Don't replace your scratched window. Repair it with Starting From Scratched, your glass and scratch removal specialist for home, shop fronts and cars. Call today for a quote, 87595629 or find out more at startingfromscratch.com.au. All right, welcome back for another episode of the Cobra Cast. Today I've got my co-host uh, Ricky Etridge at Dog with me, and joining us as our guest is uh, none other than Big Paul Russian, as he's more affectionately known. Uh, how's it going, mate? Good, man. Good, feeling good. Um, I'm about four or five beers deep, so feeling nice and loose. Right. I tell you, you should be treating nice and you mate. Well, you know, you've got to do it. Got to, any way to stay home, then I won't be able to drive. So Maybe that's Daniel Andrews. should be entitled to everybody have four beers, and that way you're yeah, legal to drive. Exactly. exactly. How have you boys been? How's isolation treating you? Oh, yeah, not too bad, mate. Just, Good, uh, mate. Sort of the same. Nice. Chilling. Getting chilling. Still, yeah, still working, so I'm essential, as I know that you are. Yes, I am, indeed. Essential. It gives you that warm feeling, doesn't it? Does so really only our weekend shenanigans that are, you know, changing at the moment. Oh, mate, I am struggling without coming to the kennel and having a few beers, <laughs> getting right. my ass kicked in Madden. So yeah. All right. So uh, most of our previous guests are, you know, been playing footy for a long time. So I know you only played a couple of years at Sandown, but how how long did you play football for? Um, I actually. Was it came from American football background and um, was playing that with obviously yourself and, and Jolly and um, you guys kind of put the hard word on me and said to come down and have a bit of a drink, uh, have, a, have a bit of a kick around, but a bit of a drink and um, fell in love with the game. Never really played footy before and absolutely fell in love with the game and fell in love with, to be honest with you, the club. The club's insane. Um, I've played basketball my entire life and I've never seen any type of atmosphere, teamwork and just a family atmosphere in a sporting team in my life. Yep. And um, so you came down first year was what, about 09? Oh, oh um, Would have been that. Oh, oh yeah, 09. Oh 09, oh yeah, my first year as well. He played a couple of years back to back, took, took a little bit off, came back again. I tend uh, to forget get the call up now and then every every year or two I'll come in and <laughs> place up for a little bit but now the body's getting a bit old now so yeah so uh, what what was the uh, standout moment the favourite moment of playing football at Sandown um, whew, good question probably getting into the granny when we were playing thirds when I was playing with a bunch of my mates and we made it into the grand final and that you know that feeling of elation getting in there and knowing that we're just, you know, that we've made it to the big dance with, you know, some of my best mates. And um, I don't know, just honestly, every time I'm at the club, every time I'm at the club, seeing those old faces, it's just a warm environment. It's just different. It's different to any sporting interaction I've ever had in my life. The club's extremely unique. 
Yeah. So what do you have a favourite off the field moment, like best function or you know, best best night we've had at the club? Or when you were uh, me last year where I was injured, just sitting on the sidelines, yelling, drinking beers. <laughs> we, we, there was there was some stories to be had um, on the on the sidelines. And look, actually, probably one of the funniest moments that we'd ever had that I can think of is a, a story with young Matthew Dixon, and um, that, that's a hell of a story. So essentially, we were um, we'd been out the night before, so we'd had a few drinks, and we weren't playing that that week. Um, our team had a week off, so uh, hence. We went and had, had a few drinks the night before. Um, and we're playing against Chadston, the uh, the twos or the ones that I think we're playing against Chadston. So um, we were in fine form on the sideline, continuing the drinking, having a few chats and just some playful sledges were getting thrown around and, you know, hay footy socks, hay footy boots, you know, mucking around. And um, <laughs> Vico actually yelled out, Chadston, fashion capital of my... <laughs> 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 even even players on the field stopped. Players on the field stopped and looked at him and just went, "What?" And we actually we actually apologised to him like, "We're sorry, we're sorry." He's had a few drinks, sorry. And it was just hilarious. And he he stood by the comment. He looked at us proud and said, "No, I'm standing by it." But just mucking around like that, it was playful. It was joking. The other blokes had a laugh. We had a laugh, and it was just for me that kind of epitomised the joking jovial kind of attitude of the club and mucking around and you know we, we get serious on the field but we get off the field and we'd have a beer with most of the opposition and it was great it was, it was always fun i do remember i've heard that story many times and it always you know gets me going when i hear it oh it's so good so good it's very very funny great timing and just again just shows like the blokes on the field having a laugh and we were having a laugh and you know we're an opposing teams and, you know, you still have that moment to be able to have a bit of a chat and a bit of a laugh and muck around. So it was great. Uh, exactly right, mate. Um, so during your time playing, did you have any uh, pre-game superstitions at all? Um, no, often not. Like, I'd, I'd try and um, get in the mood and try and get all into it. Um, but I remember um, in the final series, it became a bit of an unintentional... Um, unintentional ritual where I'd go and have a bit of a throw up before the game. <laughs> uh, it was not intentional and it's never happened to me. Like I said, I've been, I've won in my time. I reckon, I think it was about 16 basketball championships. I've lost a good five or 10 of them as well. And um, I've never, I've never thrown up before, but the entire final series before each game, I'd be feeling good. I'd be walking around getting everyone hyped up. And about two minutes before we'd run out, I'd quickly run into the toilet and try and have a quiet spew so no one would hear it. <laughs> Just the nerves getting were, sort of big rushing, so. Yeah, you were, were always good for uh, getting blokes up and about. You, you still are, even as you know, a non-playing member of the Sandown Cobras. Um, in your time at Sandown, the few years you were there and played, who was the best player that you've played with? Or actually, in your case, we'll also say who you've seen play at Sandown in your time there. Um, there's a few names that come to mind. Um, you know, Jason Tone is definitely up there. Everyone's, everyone would have, would have mentioned him. He's a phenomenal player, great footy brain. Um, footy brain-wise, Danny Ralph. Danny Ralph has a great football brain. Um, yeah, we like to hang a bit of shit on him and stuff like that, but he, he has, he's got a great footy brain, and he's taught me a lot about the game. Um, Jolly, 
surprisingly, Jolly has actually taught me a lot about ruck, ruck craft as he loves to. We don't need him to get a bigger head than we does, Mark. I know, I oh, know, but he, did, he showed me a lot of stuff about ruck craft. He showed me a lot of the little cheating stuff. But if I had to pick one, it would probably be for pure toughness, um, pound for pound, a young player that just made me look phenomenal. I would tap the ball absolutely anywhere and he'd go get it. And that was little uh, Jesse Mack. Um, would just be, honestly, it, it came to a point where I would actually intentionally hit the ball away from him just to see what he'd do with it because he would go and get it and just make me look phenomenal. So um, probably Jesse Mack and the amount of times I'll see him get cleaned up and he'll just spring straight back up. And I'm like, that kid's got to be dead after that hit and straight back up. So he, he, he has an, an unbelievable natural ability. So with that answer, that was also my answer, but that also leads me to my next question. Uh, so we've been told a couple of times by my lovely wife, Kelly, that we are very, very similar in our tastes. We are, indeed we are. Yeah, there's been times where we've both put ourselves up and gone, oh, that sounds like him talking, not myself. Absolutely, that's happened quite a few times. And one of the things that I quite enjoy, and we know that you have a love for a sneakers, mate, what is your <laughs> most prized possession pair of sneakers that you have, mm-hmm. the many that you have? There's, oh, there's a couple. The new LeBrons I got, the 17s, uh, the James Gang ones are up there, but... I mean, if I was to say the jewel in the crown, they would probably be the uh, Jordan 4 limited edition cores that I've got. Oh, so um, I thought that would cores. be your answer. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're the most expensive. They're running, I think they're running up there about two and a half grand now, something like that. So um, I didn't pay for that, obviously. I'm a dodgy, dodgy European. I managed to get a bit of a deal from somebody that robbed somebody. But um, we're just going to try and keep that type of stuff out of it, Mr. Mr. Culture um, Kings, right there. Well, you know, you know, but um, look, that, that would have to be my prize ones. Like those are the ones where I get stopped when I'm walking in shops and stuff like that. And people be like, are those genuine cores? And they check them out and they're like, wow. You know, I remember I walked into Culture Kings and the guys were like, can I have a look? And he picked it up and he's like, I never thought I'd hold a pair of these in my hands. And he was having a having a moment with my shoes, which is a bit unsettling. But <laughs> <laughs> now we've, we've both seen you know, all our collections and yours definitely tops the list of them. Yeah, I do, I do right. I do right. Um, so, which teammate that you've played with in your time, or even actually blokes at the club now that you know of, would make the best reality TV and why? Oh, Jesus. Um, best reality. Oh, Jesus, I don't want to give him a big head, though. Um, uh, give it to him. Jolly Jolly would be quite funny just because he's, he's quite fast. Um, so, seeing him on a, like a weekly basis just ranting along as he does would be quite funny um if you want it for the drama we've got our own little joe exotic in the form of i reckon danny ralph danny ralph <laughs> just the stories that he would come up with and oh, jesus he'd have some stories and they didn't make sense and they were amazing and i think his reality show would because everyone likes a bit of the trash you know what i mean and um i think he's probably got the trashiest stories going around so yeah i think danny ralph would probably be pretty entertaining to watch with your uh, your, your jolly answer, Josh Murphy. That's been the, the main one that people have been getting to. But with your uh, the bear trap answer, that's you know, again another reason maybe why Kelly thinks that we're very very similar. That was my answer. Was that your answer? <laughs> that was my answer. You, you know what I mean? Like he's quick witted and it would be a funny funny show. It would. Be. And as I said in uh, my answer, you get with him for three days straight, and he will turn on you very very quickly. Oh, like 
<laughs> in a heartbeat, that man is a uh, he's a cobra. You will handle him, um, you'll be fine, and then all of a sudden you'll get bit. Trust me. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so which uh, bloke at yeah, the Cobra Pit at the moment would be loving isolation the most, and which bloke would be hating it the most? <sighs> I, I, I can't go into details about why. I think Joshy Herford would probably be struggling the most right now. And... Uh, Loving isolation. I'm not. I'm not loving isolation, but I'm not hating it. I'm going to be honest. I'm. Uh, I'm single, playing a lot of PlayStation, watching a lot of Netflix. Uh, Netflix, drinking a lot of beer. Um, it's not hurting me. I'm going to work, so I'm still at work. So isolation is not hurting me too bad. So you do have a pretty nice setup at the uh, Russian. I'm. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. But yeah. I'm, my heart, my heart goes out to Joshy Herford. <laughs> All right, so um, what AFL team do you support? What? <laughs> um, Carlton. Carlton, it's all right. Good, been, good man. And who been, was, been who's, the, who's your favourite all-time Carlton player? It's a typical answer, but the man just inspired me to look at footy even, um, and that's the big man, Anthony Kutafidis. Um, the biggest compliment I ever got paid was I, I ran along the ground and you know scooped up the ball in one hand and threw it on the boot, and someone that someone actually said that was cooter like, and I'm like, oh, I was chuffed. That was yeah. the biggest compliment I could have been given. So yeah, probably cooter feeders. Uh, good answer. Good answer. The great, the great Greek man himself. The great Greek man. Uh, speaking of Greek, sorry, don't to cut you off here, but. I want to explain the story how you got the nickname Russian, mate, considering you are not Russian whatsoever. <laughs> not Russian whatsoever. So, um, Jolly and um, Ricky obviously asked me to come down and have a, have a bit of a kick around. I've never met any of the other blokes. And so um, I came down from work and, you know, for my old job, I used to wear a suit and I used to drive an Audi and stuff and didn't really fit in with the footy club where most people were in utes and, you know, um, blundstones and stuff like that. So, all the boys were out on the field. I was running a bit late. All the boys were out in the field stretching. And um, I showed up. Not, mind you, none of them know me. Um, show up in my Audi. So they're all staring while they're stretching. I jump out of the car. I'm, I'm six foot five. I'm not the smallest bloke in the world. Um, I was in a full suit, long black trench coat. Went into the boot, grabbed my footy bag, which was just a plain black bag. So it looked like I was <laughs> smuggling something. And just walked straight to the change room. And everyone was like, who the hell was that? And, um, a few of my mates were like, "Oh, that's that's our mate Paul. You know, he's um he, he's going to play for us." He's and they're all like, "He looks like a Russian hitman." He just he look and it oh, it started off with hitman. A few people were like, "Hey, hitman, hitman," and then it converted to the Russian and it evolved to the Russian. And I remember um it, when I knew it was going to stick because I tried to resist it, but the moment I knew it was going to stick was I was running down the sideline and it was I'd just been interchanged, so I was just wide open and um. I can't even remember who was about to kick it, but someone was about to kick the ball and I'm running open and I'm like, yes, 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 screaming for it. And I hear the opposing coach yell out, someone get on the Russian, someone get on the Russian. <laughs> and I'm running and as I'm running, I'm like, I'm not Russian. <laughs> and um, that's when I knew that that name was going to be with me for the entire my entire career and obviously, you know, past my career as well. I mean, someone someone referred to me as Paul the other day and I introduced myself as Paul the other day and I get corrected by everyone saying it's Russian. So, I'm stuck with you. You certainly do. Yeah. All right. So you've mentioned that you've played um, basketball, gridiron, 
uh, you jo- enjoy your other sports. Who would be the uh, sporting hero outside of AFL? Who's the biggest influence on the Russian? Um, the the man that people love to hate. You know, I, I've heard the term and I've heard this said a few times. You know, um, judge your success by your haters. Uh, LeBron James. LeBron James is a philanthropist. He's He's putting that many thousands of people through school with the money that he's earned. He's not cheating. He's got a wife, kids. Um, he's been faithful, as far as we know, the whole time. Um, the man, the way he holds himself, he's extremely confident, right on the borderline of cocky, but I don't think he's cocky. And his success speaks for itself. So LeBron James is, you know, the man that you would aspire to be. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And, um, so what would be the, the sporting event, the one sporting event you'd love to go to? A past sporting event? Nah, like, the, you oh. know, a, a Super Bowl, a World Series, oh, what would it be? Do you know what I think? I think a Super Bowl. I think a Super Bowl. Um, Tom Brady broke my heart this year, so I think it'd be tough, tough to watch a Super Bowl. But I just think in terms of the pageantry and in terms of, like, the event, I think a Super Bowl would be second to none. Or a Game 7 NBA Finals game would be absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah for sure. And if, It'd if be one of those two. It's, uh, let's say, it's three-quarter time and the team needs the motivation, it needs a lift. Who would be, and this could be real or fictional, who would be the coach you want giving that three-quarter time speech to get the troops up and about? <sighs> Good question. Do you know, um, hmm. that's a good question. A coach that I've had? No, no, anybody. It could be a movie coach. It could be oh, wow. Bill Belichick. Oh, it could be anyone. Easy, who, who, easy, would been? who would it be? Belichick, Belichick would have the brains, but anyone that's seen a, a fantastic movie called Any Given Sunday would be familiar with the Al Pacino speech, yeah. the Inches speech. The Inches speech that he says, I actually used to listen to it before, at my good own games, just before we'd go out on the field and he was talking about how you it was a game of inches and doing that little bit for your mates. And I'm telling you, man, he's that that speech, if you haven't heard it, do yourself a favor. Type in Al Pacino any given Sunday speech and on YouTube or whatever and listen to that speech. It's a good three or four minutes and it, if that doesn't get you fired up, nothing will. Yeah, definitely. Um so speaking of movies, if a movie was based around the life of the Russian, who would yeah. you want to play you? Or who do you think would play you best? Oh, that's a good one. Um, it'd have to be someone big. I would, I would like to think Vin Diesel or The Rock or something like that, but in, in, in realistic terms, it'd probably be someone shit like Danny DeVito or something. But he might need to wear lifts or something. But... Um, you know what, I'd be happy. I don't care who was playing me as long as I was getting made into a movie. I'd know I've made it, so I'd be pretty happy with that. I could see Vin Diesel, The Rock, playing yourself, mate. Well, you know... You might need to go to the gym before that. I was about to say, I might need to be... I haven't seen a gym in about three years, so I reckon I might have to uh, (laughs) see a gym for a little bit. But, yeah, no, definitely, definitely would. Yeah, cool. Uh, Do you have any secret talents, mate, that we don't know about? Um... I think you all know about my secret talents, which was um, uncovered accidentally at a 
after a training when stuff was sticking to my head, if you remember that trick. Ah, yes. <laughs> I, yeah, I Everyone, knows that. That trick. Everyone knows that trick. Um, stuff just sticks to my head. I don't know what's going on. It's like very suctiony. I think maybe I've got big pores or um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but like anything flat surface will actually just stick to my forehead. And I can shake it around and it'll just sit there. And <laughs> my move. It's an, amazing, it's an amazing talent. I, I plan to monetize it very soon and retire. So it's, <laughs> it's a massive asset. I'm just sitting on it. Uh, I like it. Uh, what's up the first thing once isolation, self, uh, social distancing is over? What's the first thing you'll be doing, mate? Just keep in mind it is a PG show. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Ricky knows me well. Um, we, I'm going to give you a censored version of what we're going to do. We're going to have um, either some people here at my place at the uh, Casa de Rush or we're going to have something somewhere and we're going to have a massive blowout. We're going to have... Well, obviously Kennel's always to, open, mate. Yeah, Kennel, I'd be happy for it. I'd be great for it. Like, you know what? And, and this is at the risk of sounding soppy. Obviously, everyone wants to get on it and get drunk and get hammered and go and party and stuff like that. I'm actually really looking forward to being able to just yeah, grab my mates around the around the shoulder. You know what I mean? Put my arm around them and muck around and be an idiot and give them a little fake punch and muck around and you know what I mean? I'm not really looking Madden. forward. Get beaten at Madden and, and push them. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to being in the same room. Last night, um, with Bo, for instance, young Bo, I had um, he, he was um, with a, a, a young lady that I'm a friend of as well, and we were all having a, a, a chat on the house party which is like a video app. And um, we all just kept saying, we just wish we were in the same room together. And it wasn't about like, we're having chats and we're playing games, we're mucking around and, you know, playing trivia and stuff like that, which was lots of fun, but we just wanted to be around each other. And it wasn't about drinking or anything because we all had a drink in our hand, but we just wanted to be around each other. And again, I think that speaks volumes about the club. It's just blokes that I've met from the club that are just champions, absolute champions. It's the mateship that we definitely pride ourselves on down there and anybody that's played down there or been down there understands that you know, we may not be the most successful club going around but we pride ourselves in that mateship part of stuff things it's it's so unique so unique all right so we've got a couple of questions left uh what's the guilty pleasure tv or movie what's that you know something you're not you're not telling too many people you enjoy watching I um I did get into not this year, but um in the past I have gotten into the good old maps. So I jumped on the maps bandwagon. Got into that. Um, do you know what? I don't care. I'm comfortable enough with my sexuality. Will and Grace. <laughs> if you haven't watched Will and Grace, that is a great show. It's phenomenal. It's it's hilarious. Um, and if you haven't gotten onto it, get onto it. It's hilarious. Yeah, uh, these are, these are the uh, answers I like, Rifty. Just out of out of nowhere. Yeah, let finally, you, let finally you, someone. Uh, finally, someone understanding what a guilty pleasure is. Yeah, everyone's it is, it been is. like it's not very, something very, very uh, from the rooftops, but no, everyone's been very cagey and no, I don't have any. Yeah, you, know, you come straight out, mate. I like it. Nice. Damn straight. What about Boy. music? Music wise, is there a song that you you bop along to while you're cleaning the fish tank or something? But, Do you know what? Um, uh, yeah. yeah, that I don't like to admit. I must admit, um, it, in it was a few years ago, and um, Justin Bieber released a couple of songs, and I'm like, you know what? I um, I don't want to like this, but it's got a hell of a beat. And then he released another one, and I'm like, Jesus, he needs to stop because I'm starting to become a believer. And um, 
I'm telling you, mate, he, he releases some good songs. He They're releases catchy. some good songs. Catchy. Oh, was that, catchy. that um that was that so, uh, sorry song? Is that what it was called? No, no, it was before that. It was before that. Yeah, before this that? One. I'm trying to remember what it was. I can't remember the name of the song, but I heard it and I was bopping around to it, and then I heard the radio announcer be like, "Drugs, Justin Bieber with," and I'm like, oh. "I didn't know. I didn't actually realize." <laughs> but love yourself or what do you? It was mean? way before that. It was way before oh, really? that. It was um, I don't know. He had a. I remember the video clip. I don't remember the name of the song, but he had a video clip and he was driving and the dad's, the, the, he had a girlfriend and the dad didn't approve. And, um, nah, you lost me. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But, but basically, it was a Justin Bieber song and I was ashamed at the moment, at the time, but now I'm a fan. And it's the same thing with Drake. It became very cool to hate Drake. I never did. I've always been a bit of a fan and I love his music. Everything he touches is gold. So I'm a fan. This, the three of us had our conversations regarding hip hop as we're all massive fans of that. Massive, massive hip hop heads. Yeah. yeah. All right. And the, the hardest hitting question of the interview. Oh, here we go. Did Carol Baskin kill her husband? Is there any doubt? <laughs> like, honestly, if anyone has any doubt in that question, like, I know obviously we saw, you know, an edited version of the truth and there could be some other stuff involved. But, I mean, given the lead up, given everything, is there any doubt? Let's be honest. I'm actually interested to hear Dico's. Um, summation of that have have you interviewed dico yet no no we've got him up next next episode yeah. we're going to have the captain yeah. of the club so well wait to his um his answer to that because that'll be very interesting i think all right oh, so- we're under the impression that when we get to dico that we know this um questionnaires will just be old tiger king chat <laughs> so to It'll finish be off, entirely tiger king. we got a cards against humanity going yep a little game between me and that dog so i'm going to give you the uh question i've got answers he's got answers and you choose what suits it best okay right, so uh this is the prime of my life i'm young hot and full of and my one is the peaceful and non-threatening rise of china uh, and et dogs is again trying to keep it a little bit pg Really, question again for you, please. This Chris? is the prime of my life. I'm young, hot, and full of balls. Well, so obviously, it's going to be balls. Balls <laughs> or the peaceful and non threatening rise of China? <laughs> it's going to be balls. If it's full of balls, that's just an entertaining um, visual. That's an entertaining visual. Very entertaining right, visual. So, one, one to Ed Dog. It's, uh, I'm, I'm still in. 2 1? 2 1, 2 1. So. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Paul Russian, for joining us. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. appreciate your time. Enjoy uh, the rest of your isolation. Hopefully we uh, do get to see you soon and have your big freaking arms around us. No, I can't us. wait, mate. <laughs> can't wait, boys. Can't wait. Just for the group hugs, mate. Group hugs in the showers. It's going to happen. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks for watching the Cobra Cast with the present VP. And if you need somebody to talk to, why not contact New Life Psychology in Berwick? They are now taking phone appointments. Or you could head to otlr.com.au for tips and info. And we are supporters of the Towards Zero TAC campaign. Head to towardszero.vic.gov.au for information. Because zero is the only acceptable number.